Hello and welcome to Real Speak Real English with Andrew. English in context. If you've got an intermediate to advanced level of English, you will benefit from this podcast totally in English. You're going to learn idiomatic expressions, phrasal verbs, grammar, and vocabulary, all completely in context with Andrew, the most patient English teacher on the internet. Hello, 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 and welcome to another podcast. Well, this is a slight deviation, a deviation, a change of plan from what I originally had prepared to record this evening. Um, well, basically I had a pre-planned, a prepared script that I wanted to go through tonight, but it's, things just change, you know, you know how it is. As it is now... I'm sitting in my living room, sitting in virtual darkness, because the lights are on in the kitchen behind behind me. Um, I'd originally sat down in the kitchen to record this video, and then the dog from next door started barking. And that would have not, well, that wouldn't have been very good for sound quality or anything like that. So I've moved the computer through to the living room. The light shines through from the kitchen, so I'm illuminated sitting here at my work desk, but I don't need the lights on in the living room. And I was going to talk about autumn, because we've just passed the equinox. The equinox, where the amount of daylight and the amount of darkness are the same. Equinox. Equal nights, I suppose, from Latin. I don't know, I don't really speak Latin. Um, I don't really understand it either. But I was going to talk about autumn and the autumn festivals we generally have in the sort of Anglosphere, the UK and the USA. But that's kind of been ruined. Um, that's been scuppered. That's been destroyed by the dog barking out the back of the house. Now, this dog, well, my neighbours to the side, they have a 18-month-old daughter and they tend to to put her to bed they normally put her to bed well about an hour ago but then that's when the dog begins to bark and they've complained to me it's not my dog there's nothing I can do about it but they've spoken to me about the inconvenience of having a dog barking whilst they're trying to encourage their you know 18 month old daughter to sleep and I'm trying to record a podcast in relative quiet I don't need a dog barking in the background that's why i've moved to the living room because it's a quieter room it's away from the dog out the back now this dog in question it's a big dog you know the breed um the breed of dog it's like a a retriever or a labrador or something big like that as a consequence it barks really really loudly yeah the verb to bark that's what a dog does. It's not a little small dog like a Chihuahua or, I don't know, Bisson Frise or something are they called? These little small dogs that don't really bark, they yip. You know, little small dogs that yip, 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 and probably bite you on the ankles as you leave a house. I've never had much time for that kind of small breed of a dog. Um, the dogs I've always personally had have been big dogs, you know, like a, well, 
to begin with, a bit of Doberman, uh, a Golden Retriever, and a German Shepherd. And they're all big dogs, and their bark is really deep. Um, not a yip like these piddly, small, little things that are really antisocial. But then the big dog barking is out back is really antisocial as well. This time of night, in the evening, it doesn't need to be outside barking. It's dark outside now. You know, we're past the equinox. It's dark at night. It's getting cold. We're getting into autumn. The nights are getting longer. The days are getting shorter. The temperatures are going down. So to leave a dog outside in relatively cold temperatures, well, I don't think that's good ownership of a dog. That's not as a sort of pet owner. That's not how you should treat your dog. That's not you should, how you should let it behave. When I've had dogs, yeah, I'll take them out for a walk because then they're warm. They're using energy. They're keeping warm. But if it's just in the back garden, well, it's just going to bark. Any any noise, any sort of flying animal, crawling animal, it could be a hedgehog, it might be a mouse or a rat. There could be anything near the dog and it's going to bark. Even this afternoon when I was playing some music, um, the dog could hear the music, it started barking. And then I thought, well, who's the worst neighbour? Is it me or is it the dog? And I thought, well, do you know what? Sod it. That's a really colloquial expression. Sod it. Forget it. doesn't matter. I'm going to play my music, and if that dog wants to bark, it can go for it. And this, you know, made me think about all kinds of sort of societal problems or issues with society. Yeah, societal problems. Am I a bad neighbour because I play my loop music in the afternoon? Not really. It's in the afternoon. The, my actual direct neighbours were not in. I could see that the cars weren't here, so they weren't in the houses, so they can't hear my music through the walls of the house, because my house is actually attached to my neighbours' houses on each side. Yeah, I'm just a sort of humble English teacher, I don't have a big mansion in the country, so I've got to be quite careful of when I play my music loudly, because I don't want to upset or offend my neighbours. They maybe don't like the same kind of music as I do, or if they do, they might not want to listen to it at the time of day that I do. Or they could be working from home, which I know they are. So I have to be respectful. I have to be considerate. I have to take into account their lifestyle and when they're at home and when they're not. And when they're not, yeah, I'll turn the music up loud. Or I might even be bold enough brave enough to go and get one of my electric guitars and start playing music myself and then that's really loud that always happens when the neighbours are not in um, I won't do that when they're at home <clears throat> because I respect, I respect their right to have peace and tranquility in the house so going back to the dog who's the worst neighbour? is it me? or is it the barking dog? well Obviously, I'm going to say the worst neighbour is the barking dog. More particularly, the dog's owners. The dog's put in a position where it feels nervous or where it feels apprehensive and that's why it barks all the time. Because it sees things or it hears things that it don't understand. It doesn't understand. That's very colloquial. But 
the owners of the dog shouldn't put it in that situation. We had thunderstorms here, electrical storms a couple of months ago, and they're really spectacular. They're almost like almost like something out of the Mediterranean. It was just like flash, 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 boom, 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 really spectacular storms. And these people, yep, you guessed it, <laughs> they left the dog out in the garden during the storm. And it was really frustrating to hear a dog that was absolutely terrified barking and barking and barking for hours and these people were at home and they didn't go outside and say oh poor dog you know you can come in come into our home out of the rain away from the electrical storm and the thunder and the lightning nothing of the sort no such thing they left the poor animal outside frightened terrified I was going to swear then, but I'm not. Totally scared of the atmosphere around it. And they just left it outside. And people say, oh, a pet, a pet, a dog. It's part of the family. Well, if that's the case, to be sincere, to be honest, to be quite frank, if it's part of the family, treat it that way. Would you leave your husband, your wife, your spouse, or your children outside? during an electrical storm when it's raining really heavily? No, of course not. That that just doesn't happen. Because they're your family. They're your people. So if the dog, the pet, is part of the family, why subject it to something that terrifies it, that, that just scares the spine out of it, just terrifies the animal? Bad dog owners is all I can say. So... I go back to my play, my music. No, I don't think it's bad. I wait till the neighbours that are directly attached to my house are out. Those that are out the back can possibly hear some kind of quiet music or a bit of guitar music that I'm playing on my guitars or something like that. Really doesn't bother me because the volume is going to be so quiet by the time it reaches their houses because it's not as loud as a dog that's outside. It, the guitar is inside the house. Okay, I've done it before. I could do it again and take my like amplifiers and guitars outside, set them up in the garden and make some real noise. But I'm not that petty. I'm not that vindictive. I don't need to do that to people who live behind me. They need to live in peace. They want their peace and quiet. Mostly so do I. Except for when I'm playing a guitar or listening to music. Anyway, um... It used to be the same when I lived in Spain and visited other Mediterranean countries. In those places, the dogs people have, particularly in the towns and cities, tend to be small dogs. You know, the type that... Really high-pitched, and they just yap. They don't bark. They yap at anything. Any noise that scares them, bothers them, perturbs them. They just yap. And it used to be so frustrating. And the other noise pollution was obviously the mopeds. Mopeds are like little small motorbikes that teenagers seem to use. And they take the silencer off the exhaust. The exhaust is the tube on the back of a vehicle where the gases from the engine escape. It's the exhaust. And on the exhaust... You're supposed to have a, a, a part called a silencer that makes the exhaust quiet. 
They might have been to the Mediterranean countries, Spain in particular, holidays in Italy, France too. Teenagers have these bikes that they use from, you know, March until October. And the noise is a incredible noise of a little tiny engine but the exhaust isn't silenced so the noise is unbelievable if in a street it can be it can be unbearable it can be deafening it can it can actually make your ears hurt and it's a really horrible noise but these kids well hey they like make, making that noise maybe you know i didn't grow up in those cultures um i've never understood the need for a noisy moped you know, they've got the tiniest little engine in them. They might be able to go 50 kilometres or 30 miles an hour. They're not fast. They don't accelerate. They don't get quicker in any spectacular way. They're not performance bikes. They're just, it's basically a bicycle with a tiny little motor on it and a great big exhaust to let the gases out and let the noises out too. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, if it's a Harley Davidson or a big Triumph or one of these motorbikes that's got the big throbbing motorbike sound, you know, like the rumble, the roar, like a like like a big motorbike or perhaps a, a V8 petrol engine has in a car, like a Ford Mustang, an American muscle car makes the road and the pavement and the surroundings vibrate, then these things sound brilliant. They've got a true resonant tone that just makes everything quake and shake and it's great. But these little mopeds, these little 25cc quarter of a litre engines that are insignificant, they're not sporty, they're not tiny, basically they sound like a mosquito. How can this be cool? It's got nothing to do with these great big powerful motors that people like to hear. These little teenager little moped engines that sound like mosquitoes, basically there's more power in a hairdryer. Yeah, you can get out of the shower and dry your hair with a hairdryer and it probably makes more power than these small engines. And it certainly doesn't make such a, I don't know, unagreeable noise. So I used to call these things hairdryer motorbikes because effectively that's what they are. And that's noise pollution. So noise pollution really, it's, it's kind of everywhere at the moment. You could argue that my playing the electric guitar or playing music loudly is noise pollution, but that I take care to ensure that my neighbours aren't in when I make such noise. The dog out the back barking, that's definitely noise pollution. It's an inconvenience for the family next door with a young kid. It's an inconvenience for me because I find it annoying. The little mopeds, they're noise pollution. Um... But where, where I live, I'm actually quite lucky, because as I've mentioned before, I live in a rural environment, so could I class sheep as noise pollution? A cow's noise pollution? A bird's noise pollution? Not really, because they're not annoying. They're a nice, natural sound. It was nice in spring and summer to leave the windows open at night and hear the sheep baaing in the fields close to home. It's nice to get up early in the morning 
and hear the dawn chorus. This is when the songbirds sing in the morning. And for an hour or so, it's spectacular. It's really noisy, but it's nature. Cows mooing in a different field. It's natural. It's not man-made noise. I feel quite lucky to live in quite a natural area where I can hear these sounds most days, most nights. But with winter coming now, the animals will be going indoors for winter. The cows will be taken in, the sheep will be taken in, the birds will go quiet. The bats have already gone. I don't even know if bats are migratory, if they move to a different country, I've got no idea. Tell me in the comments below. But for some re reason, the last week or so, I've seen no bats outside. And occasionally, I can hear the bats, which is amazing. It's a really high-pitched sound. That's not noise pollution. But that dog, pff, that certainly is noise pollution. So, you can start a discussion below, I hope. Tell me, you know, what's noise pollution in your area? What annoys you? What really gets your goat? What frustrates you about the noise in the environment you live in? I've lived in cities before and traffic noise, initially, at the beginning, to start with, really annoyed me but then you get accustomed to it you get used to it and somehow you get desensitized you don't really hear the traffic anymore but then when you move out to the country and go back to the city you think my god how did i ever put up with this how did i live amongst all this constant rumble roar of traffic and police sirens ambulances fire engines i think how on earth could i have lived with that but I did, and millions of people do. More people now live in cities than live in rural areas like this. So the idea of this is to provoke a conversation, obviously. So, you know, um, what gets your goat? What annoys you? What frustrates you about the noise where you live? It might be you live somewhere like, you know, really remote and there is no noise at all. But then when you listen, there is, and it's nature. Or it might be that you live in a city and you think it's not a noisy city because you're accustomed, you're used to the noise. But then when you sit back and kind of reopen your mind and your ears, you think, wow, what a noisy place to live. So let's start some discussion. Let's um, discover what people have to say. And as always, I'm going to end here now. And thank you for listening to the end of this. I hope you've enjoyed this. Um... Get your pen and paper out and write down some of the phrases that I've used or some of the terminologies, you know, and get my goat and things like that. It's only going to serve to help improve your English. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening to the end. Leave some comments below if you can or go to our website, drop me an email. Doesn't matter. Um, but that's the podcast for this week. So, we'll... S no, I won't see you next week. You'll hear me. And hopefully, I'll read some of your comments, if you'd be so kind as to leave some. Okay, so I'm going to go outside now and listen to that dog again. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Thank you.
And thank you for listening to the end of this episode. As always, if you'd like to find the transcriptions, please visit our website, www.realspeak.uk, or in the bottom of the podcast here, you can find the transcription too. And thank you for listening. Take care. See you next time.